Hey, Angela here. Before we begin this episode, I'd like to invite you to join our Substack community, where you'll get more founder profiles, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, first access to all my original work, and access to our community group chat. All you have to do is click the link in the description. I love and appreciate your support. It's awesome to see all your comments, email responses, and reactions. I'm happy to share this journey with you. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for listening to Honey and Hustle. We are a visual podcast that features conversations with small business owners, creative entrepreneurs, and those in the nonprofit community. We're so glad that we started sharing our podcast here on Anchor FM. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and it will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on all the major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you're listening to this right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Thank you to Blackology Coffee Company for sponsoring this video. Take 10% off your next order at Blackology Coffee Company by using the link at the description, www.blackologycoffeecompany.com backslash Angela. Thank you so much for taking the time out to like be here with me today um, and just speak a little bit about Elope and C and like all the things you have exciting and planned for 2021, so. Yeah. 2020 left us with a lot of empty time to fill up, but that's going to continue to fill up 2021. So we're really excited for all of the fun things. Yeah. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about how Elope North Carolina got started? Yeah. So it definitely was a product of coronavirus. Um, so my husband and I got married back in 2017. We only had 40 guests at our wedding. So we've always liked the intimate and the more personal. Um, and a month after our wedding, we started a planning company. Um, and so Beauty and the Budget Events has been working with weddings from 20 people to 180 people um, over the last three, almost four years. And um, yeah, we've always just loved the really intimate and the really personal details and really honed in on those. And so when, you know, we're sitting at home in March and we're just looking at all of our clients leaving us. We know that there was nothing for us to pivot. Like our business was good. We already served small weddings and everything. Um, but we just, you know, we saw all of our vendor friends kind of hemorrhaging. Like we were in a fortunate enough spot. Like I still have a full-time job. Like all of the businesses. Um, and I wanted to be done with that at the end of 2019 and still having it has been the biggest blessing. Because um, yeah, we just, we had that stability. So we were kind of just sitting there thinking, what can we do to not just help ourselves, but really support our industry and our, our awesome vendors, because, you know, we don't want our favorite people to leave because of a bad year. Um, and so it went through a lot of iterations and daydreaming, but eventually we, uh, we kind of set the bones for a little NC. Um, and so we, had our soft launch for vendors on November 1st. And we've only been really reaching out to people for about 10 weeks now. And we'll be launching to the public right before Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, impeccable timing, right? Because it's like, 
we consider the end of engagement season, but like as we know, people get engaged all the time. So it's kind of just like right. perfect yeah. time. To get oh, right. We always we always love the tail end of engagement season, um, and especially because you know a lot of couples get engaged earlier in the season, and you know they get swept up in the holidays, and suddenly get to February, March, and go, oh crap, I have to plan something now. <laughs> Um, so especially as planners, we get a lot of the procrastinators and stragglers starting to hit us up. And I wanted to launch a low and see at that time because in that same way, a lot of people are going to say, oh crap, I have to plan something and we still don't know what's going on with gatherings. Mm -hmm. um, and so we kind of just want to provide that safe space for couples to kind of be given permission to do whatever the heck they want. Um, the wedding industry has just told people what to do for a really long time. Um, we have like our main couple of sources and Hollywood and basically people have been stuck in the big box wedding industry trap for a long time and it just keeps getting worse. So we wanted to create a safe space for couples to ditch the traditions and focus on the authentic and the intimate parts of weddings. And so combining that and you know, gathering restrictions, we said, hey, let's go for the least stressful option and just start pouring our hearts into elopements and intimate weddings. Um, and so, of course, one of the biggest things we figured out was that uh, to elope is still kind of like an icky phrase. People don't really like that word. They don't know what it means. Um, and so the first step here is really just like showing people what an you know, what an elopement is and what it can be um, and finding awesome vendors to help kind of set that definition. Um, we're, we're in this early stage and we're fortunate enough to live in like one of the most beautiful states and it's also drivable. And so, I mean, we just, we want to stick close to home and just love on our local community and work with vendors in our home state and kind of just see where it takes us from there. Yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. Um, one thing that I've like noticed about just like you in particular and how you've really engaged with other wedding vendors is like you've always taken this like community approach because you're also the coordinator for a triangle wedding connection too, right? Yeah. yeah, so can you tell people who are watching this a little bit more about that? Like you didn't start it, but you are now the coordinator, um, whereas there was another wedding planner that was working with it. And now you're kind of doing something different and trying to like navigate through like <laughs> Meet in a pandemic, so. right? Yeah, we have a we have a lot of inboxes we're juggling. Um, so Triangle Wedding Connection um, was started, I believe, in early 2017 by Daniel Karen Photography and a couple other folks. Um, and it was, you know, created with the same intention it still has, is just connecting people in a more casual way, because weddings are about relationships, and so we'd rather have relationships with each other too. Um, and so it, I believe, is still the only um, free access wedding-specific networking event. It happens once a month. Um, and so Daniel and a few folks were working on it and getting the word out. And then Emily Catherine Events stumbled along and was like, I can help with this. And then she led it for three and a half years. <laughs> um, and honestly, she was, she was just looking for a place to connect in a casual way. And so she was like, well, we can build this. So she didn't plan to do it forever. And halfway through 2020, she was like, 
it's stuff. I'm tired. <laughs> Here. <laughs> so I was just so humbled and honored that she even considered me. Um, and so, yeah, we, uh, you know, we inherited during the pandemic. So we had a couple, you know, virtual meetings and tried to keep that kind of engagement. And it was, you know, not amazing. <laughs> so we've been um, we've been working really hard to come up with a schedule for networking events this um, this year that can kind of be flexible with the guidelines and give the vendors who are sponsoring a chance to really showcase themselves and connect, even if people can't be there to see it. Um, so we are hopefully going to be able to launch the um, or not launch but drop the calendar at the end of the month for the rest of the year, at least the dates and venues. So definitely getting back to more uh, more networking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've touched on a couple of things too. Like I definitely agree that the wedding industry in general was hit like very hard by the pandemic. Um, and so it has caused, you know, a lot of people to one pivot if they can, but like there's only so much you can pivot in a sense. Like if you're a venue owner, like there's only so much you can do with the space before you realize like, hey, these bills still need to be paid. Like, um, or like as a wedding photographer, like as a band, as a DJ, when people start looking at, unfortunately things to cut from their budget, if they just don't have the same budgets when they started, um, mm -hmm. or if they just can't like have as many people in a space, you know what I mean? It just may not make as much sense for them to have a DJ if they're not gonna have a lot of people at their wedding. Mm -hmm. um, like really focusing on one, if you can think outside the box about how to, generate community and keep people uplifted and keep people in the game just because they had a bad year. But mm -hmm. also like really think about long-term like building of your business. Like how can we avoid this kind of rut again in the future, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And that's kind of like two of the things that you've kind of come into through Elopency and through Triangle Wedding Connection, um, which I think is very interesting. So like for people watching who may be in the wedding industry, in the event industry in general, because the music industry is also very close to this. Like, what are some things that you feel like you've heard from fellow wedding vendors who have come to a local sea and who are like, yeah, I love this smaller wedding. I love catering to people's needs in this intimate setting. And this is something I do want to do long term. Yeah. So elopements are not going to go away. They've been happening forever and it was just hush hush. And so, you know, like I said, elopements are kind of this icky word. And the first thing we're doing is we're getting rid of that and filling in a new definition. Um, so we, at this point, are just saying that it is a valid exchange between two people who are in love with an intimate guest list. It's simple, right? Because beyond that, you can do literally anything for an elopement. You know, a couple can go down to the courthouse and call it a day but they can also spend the entire day doing their favorite things with their intimate group of favorite people and do whatever they want. And so we're really excited to just like encourage that. And not only to encourage the couples to, you know, think outside the box and, you know, reach into who they are and how they want to display themselves, but we're encouraging vendors to do the same. Just because we aren't gonna have all hundred plus guest count weddings doesn't mean we can't, you know, in every capacity and every vendor's can really appeal to that smaller group. Um, yes, it might be a smaller price tag, but that's not even a guarantee. Um, so one thing I've heard a lot of officiants say, and officiants are like the only ones who weren't hurting in 2020. Um, but a lot of them don't really have the opportunity even to think beyond like that 10 minute quickie ceremony. 
But realistically, like if a couple wants to elope because they want to elope, then they might choose to go for the officiant's biggest package because that's the only thing they're focused on. Like if they don't have to, you know, buy steak dinner, they can splurge 600 or whatever on the officiant. Um, you know, for the couple who loves going downtown but can't do that anymore, have a rager with your like 15, 20 best friends and hire a DJ. Like you can have your party, you can dance all night at your wedding, even if there's only 20 people. Um, and like same thing for, you know, musicians. It's not just ceremony music, but you know, a couple can hire, you know, a harvest to serenade them over their like intimate dinner. Um, like if you can think of the most romantic date night and it includes anyone who offers a service, <laughs> basically we want to try to help those vendors see that they can reach those needs. Um, because yeah, at the very least, even if we get back to our awesome regular sized weddings, no one's going to be hurting if we start filling up Monday through Thursdays. Yeah, 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 I agree. Like thinking outside the box of what a wedding looks like, and what a display of love looks like is like um, so needed, I think. I think like it's easy to look at like who is hurting this year. And I'm not saying they're not hurting. I'm not saying that's not valid. I'm not saying they don't need love and a care. And, attention and support during this time, but it's also saying like, well, what do I really need as a couple, right? What are things that I can realistically feel as a vendor, you know, that I haven't traditionally done before that would still be useful to them and to me. Um, I think that's just like the bread and butter of like what wedding vendors are taking from this year, I hope, I think. I hope so, yeah. I mean, and that's kind of the whole thing with everyone pivoting at the very least they had to flex their creative muscles they had to think outside of the box a little bit um you know everything from just the way we market you know we're not going to be handing out business cards until we have a vaccine that's widespread so you know that's the most simple and long-standing form of marketing and that's not going to be there so i think uh i think 2020 prepared us for a more flexible understanding of business <laughs> Yeah. And as a planner, trust me, I struggled my way through that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you for being transparent about that. But you touched on something that's really interesting, which is, like, I think right before this pandemic, what uh, Wedding Wire and The Knot, they, like, got together, right? And they're, like, two of the biggest, like, marketing, I guess, like, platforms for wedding vendors. Um, I don't use either of them for various reasons, but Elopency is kind of in that running now maybe not on that scale but in that same idea and that we are collective and we're putting forth vendors that will be good for you if you are looking to do an elopement right um and there are other similar things but can you tell me a little bit about how elope mc has done marketing or approach marketing for wedding vendors who are in this collective now yeah so obviously with wedding wire and the knot they're this massive scale thing and they're trying to reach everyone um, and so just by the fact that we're you know, narrowing it down to intimate weddings in the Carolinas um, or in North Carolina specifically, um, you know, you're going to have that more focused attention. And it's not just couples in North Carolina who get married here either. We're a really big destination wedding state. And that's a really important thing I think vendors need to remember. Um, and so there's not a platform for marketing to elopements. Like there are, you know, out in the mountains, there's some really awesome collectives who have, you know, in the high country elopements and they know who their people are. Um, and I think that's awesome. 
there's also a lot of, um, especially in 2020, these elopement packages popping up where you have a venue who has a photographer, florist, a fishing and baker on site for those things. And those work really well for some couples as well. Um, but one of the things that we really want couples to understand is that they have the full freedom to do whatever they want on their elopement day. And so instead of being restrictive in you have to work with these vendors, we're just like, hey, here are the people in North Carolina who are about this. And the biggest thing that we're trying to do with our directory that's different from something like WeddingWire is that we're really letting our vendors do whatever the heck they want with their listing. Um, so each vendor gets their own um, landing page, essentially. And we ask some really basic questions to help them get some information out. But um, each vendor can add really anything they want. So whether that's videos and photos, um, you, were, uh, you were wanting some GIFs on yours, which we still need to update. <laughs> um, you know, we had, we had one photographer tell the story of how she was a divorce attorney and then got a brain tumor and now was a wedding photographer. And so she felt like that was the best way for her to connect with her couples. Um, and so, you know, that's just like one of the more like out there ideas, but you know, we want this to be a space where each vendor can have their voice heard, not just on their own landing page, but by submitting content regularly to the blog and social media accounts. Um, because it's, you know, not only are there more things for people to see, but it helps with your SEO and um, gives you opportunities to use your voice to connect with couples. Um, because, you know, every couple can elope. Elopements are for everyone, but everyone still has their right vendors and right clients. And so we want to make it really easy for people to find them. But as far as elopency is concerned, we don't have long-term plans. And normally you never want to hear that from a business. Uh, but realistically, we want our vendors, we want our members to help shape whatever this is. Um, we, Matt and I, my husband, um, we keep saying that we kind of just want elopency to be the vehicle. We'll drive it wherever you guys want to go. <laughs> um, so I have, uh, I have a lot of background and experience as a project manager, which obviously helps with the organization side of planning, um, but especially in, like, in this capacity working with all of these different vendors. Um, that's, that's been a big win, it's been a big help. So yeah, we're just excited to see who else wants to join and hear ideas. Uh, someone, someone mentioned a podcast on our call and I was like, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> But so we're just excited to see what our members want to get out of this. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's awesome too. Like sometimes we start things with an idea and it's kind of like we get so rigid and so focused on this idea or on this concept. It's hard to change once we get feedback from other people, even if it's like the community that we're trying to serve. And so I think it's interesting that you're going in with kind of a more open mindset. Like this is our idea, but we're doing it with you guys in mind. So like yeah. we want your feedback too. Like if what we're doing isn't 100% meeting your needs or wants, then like let us know. Like we can we can go wherever. And that's like super interesting um, to, and super like transparent to say like, here, like we don't have long term. Like, we're just here. <laughs> Starting it. That has always been a really, really big um, foundation for our businesses. Like weddings are supposed to be authentic and it should feel like the couple just all glammed up. So. I don't know, we've always kind of encouraged couples to embrace their weirdness, to to love their quirks in their wedding design and everything. And so, I don't know, being anything less than transparent just feels like it goes against 
what we want with our couples. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming here and sharing with me today about Elope North Carolina. And we can't wait for the launch on February 13th. Um, yeah, so I'll put your contact information at the end of this so people can get in touch with you and follow along. It's an awesome, awesome journey. But thank you so much. Awesome. Well, thank you.